This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Here's the scenario. You've been injured in a serious accident. The doctor says your recovery could take months, maybe even years, yet your insurance company is denying your claim every step of the way. If something like this happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. We have offices in Toronto, London, Peterborough, and now Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm Rose Samson Folk, and you're joining me today after the Raptors' latest win. Now 3-0 in the seeding games, and I guess technically 5-1 in the bubble. But 3-0 in the games that matter. Wins versus the Lakers, the Heat, and now the Magic, who they just played for the fourth time this year. Unfortunately, due to Jonathan Isaac's knee injury, we didn't get to see the vaunted Isaac-Siaka matchup that has been... Probably the most fun aspect of watching those games for me, and I think for a lot of people it's a great cat-and-mouse game of watching Isaac try and stop Siakam's inventive and changeable offense, and, you know, Isaac is this great, great, long, tenacious defender who's great at tracking players all the way to the rim, and it's just, yeah, it's a shame we didn't get to see that, but in this one, we still get the very popular and well-beloved Gasol versus Vucevic matchup, and obviously... Once again, that went in Gasol's favor, who was really good to start off the game. He he clanked two shots, but he was aggressive. He even had the spin after catching on the short roll to a right-handed baby hook. He was hitting threes. He finished with 13 points on 5 of 8 shooting, and I thought that he was pretty impressive all game. For the most part, doing the things we're used to him doing on the back end of the defense, well-timed rotations, generally being big without giving up too many fouls and free throws like some big men tend to do when they foul a lot and they let their arms hang but Gasol well positioned diligent defender did a lot of that but the start of this game 
the Raptors playing terrific defense and the Magic playing okay defense, but the Raptors missing some open shots. I think it was 6-4 halfway through the first quarter. Things were just not dropping, but that did relent a little bit and not in the way that the Raptors started to get hot from outside, although that did come later, but they were able to flex their muscles on the inside and outscore the Magic in the paint by a significant margin and overall in the game winning that battle by by a lot. And so that started with Gasol getting on the inside a little bit, but we also saw Siakam, Freddie, Kyle, and especially OG willing to get to the rim. And I, maybe I want to highlight OG because he was able to attack Vucevic off the dribble. He was able to attack Gordon off the dribble. And so we saw him facing a few different defenders, but that wasn't changing his approach. It was like he knew, hey, I've been working on my handles. I've been working on my explosion, my spin. There's a lot of things I can do. I'm OG Ananobi. I'm a hell of a player. I'm going to get to the bucket. And he did. And he wasn't even reliant on the three-pointer or spacing out in this game at all. He was headed straight to the rim. And the Magic, while they've been more offense-oriented in the bubble, I think, are typically have not been a bad defensive team. So to see that from OG, super impressive. And then the Raptors, they snap off like a 13-0 run. They start to make shots. Pascal looks pretty good. He's pulling up from three. He had a really nice fallaway fadeaway in the mid-post. Well, near the baseline, I should say. OG looks great. Norm looks good. Norm had come in, started attacking, curling off the pin down, getting to the bucket, started making shots from downtown too. Just everything kind of starting to fall in line. The Raptors starting to pull away, and they actually went up 26-11 before the first quarter was over. And that's the, well, I should say they went into the second quarter up 26-11. And they were unbelievably good defensively. You saw Kyle Lowry on the back end making fantastic rotations. There was one I highlighted on Twitter where you see Markel Fultz was being guarded by Van Vliet, and you could see he was waiting on where Serge Ibaka was in help side. And Serge Ibaka was on the strong side initially, but Fultz, with a great change of pace move, kind of feigning, well, not feigning, faking, let's say, to the left side to get Ibaka to kind of step out of the paint and open up that gap for him, and Fultz went to go punch the gap, and he was there. But Lowry, you know, savvy clever steps in if Fultz goes forward he probably has to he probably takes a charge and Lowry forcing the ball out to Wes Uwandu who is in sitting in the corner for three who didn't make it and that was a big part of the Raptors defense in this game I think is that they were able to funnel three-point shots as they often do to players who are not prepared to shoot them at a high volume whether that's Wes Uwandu whether that's James Ennis Gary Clark whomever, I think they did a really good job of putting the ball in the hands of the players that Orlando didn't really want, and that was reflected in their early defense, and overall, it was reflected in the defense for the whole game, holding them to 99 points. There were let-ups throughout this game because the Raptors did come out hard, and after they built that initially, 26-11, there was a second push where they went up 20, and they were up 20 going into the second half, where everything started going their way. Powell was hitting threes. Gasol was hitting those no-hesitation threes at the top of the arc that all Raptors fans love, and they are still limiting the the Magic greatly on the other end. The third quarter, we saw the Magic climb back within 10, and that was kind of the story of the game, I think, is because the Magic had a 9-0 run to start the second half. The Raptors, a little bit lazy with the turnovers. Maybe the worst <laughs> offender in this regard was... Pascal, who finished with seven turnovers in the game, and for the most part, 
pretty sloppy offensively outside of his the start to the game where he looked pretty smooth and pretty efficient for the most part was happy to hand the reins of the game over to to Fred and so we saw Nick Nurse get a little bit maybe cavalier with bench units as well in that third quarter and just wanted Fred to lift those units up which maybe is a good idea to just try and get him more reps where he's the singular creator out on the floor I don't know what dividends that pays for this year because I think when it gets down to brass tacks he'll be sharing the floor with another creator one of Pascal Siakam, Marcus Saul, or Kyle Lowry at all times, I would guess. But we saw that, and he did an admirable job. I thought that his shot creation for himself was impressive. His off-the-dribble stuff was really, really impressive. Really quick, really decisive, really, really shifty, able to get to the glass, able to finish high off the glass, able to pull up from three when somebody went under the screen, just punishing the Magic defense in a lot of different ways. And we've seen this from Freddie before, and especially last game against the Heat. He had 36. He was really impressive. But to see this sustained level of play, super, super nice. On defense, too, he's so energetic tracking players. He's doing a really great job running around, keeping tabs on Terrence Ross or Markel Fultz. Just impressive stuff overall. And I thought his the third quarter, while nothing to write home about for the Raptors, was really impressive for Fred, who was keeping the magic at bay almost by himself. And that was the rest of the game, I would say. It was not very memorable at all because it was just this, the the Magic are trying to turn the defense. Serge Ibaka's in now. So Vucevic really trying to press his advantages on the inside. Although, a credit to Ibaka, who has had trouble with Vucevic in the past. Vucevic wasn't really able to get anything going against Ibaka. Ibaka on the other end doing a great job as the role man, kind of recapturing his form that we saw for so much of the season. The first two seeding games, he was, I suppose I should say, the pacing as a role man is extremely important to maintain passing angles and to find soft spots. He wasn't super effective at doing that for the most part in the opening two games against the Lakers and the Heat. He did have a couple nice moments against the Heat, but still not what we're used to. And we saw in this game, he turned it around. He was a bit of a, he was causing havoc on the offensive glass. He was big in the paint. He was able to finish there and had a three-pointer just for good measure to space out that magic defense that was having enough trouble as it is. But the Raptors, when we were thinking about what they started to give up defensively. Some home run balls for the Magic, some of those sloppy turnovers turning into transition opportunities, a couple blown rotations that ended up with layups. Terrence Ross comes to mind if you watch the game. And so overall, that's how they stuck in it, and the Raptors trying to get by with as little offensive punch as possible at certain points in times. Maybe an error in the decision-making of Nurse because that did end up having to be that Kyle Lowry had to be in the game for 37 minutes because they had to babysit that 10 to 15 point lead up until the final buzzer, basically. The the G League guys, the Stanley Johnsons, Chris Boucher's, Malcolm Miller's only got one minute of playtime, so we didn't really get garbage time in this one, although the Raptors looked like they should have pulled away and should have gotten that, but it ended up that everybody had to babysit for a little bit, that lead, You had to really tuck it in, make sure it went to bed. And so the Raptors, for a large part of the game, completely dominant. But for the second half of the game, there were moments, of course, that were great from Fred, that were impressive from Serge. But for the most part, it was 
laissez-faire, I would say. And the Raptors didn't have that same intensity on defense. The Magic had gotten marginally better on their end and on the Raptors' end, but not enough to close the talent and, I guess, professionalism gap that the Raptors are operating at. They're one of the best teams in the league. They look like the best team in the league currently. Their schemes have been dynamic. They've been diligent, intelligent, and they've been fantastic. So the Magic just weren't getting there. It just it was not going to happen for them, unfortunately. But the Reggie Evans Award of this game goes to Fred Van Vliet. I thought he was awesome. You know, there is a lot of hustle that can be involved in offense. And Fred Van Vliet always pushing in transition, taking so many possessions and just running that offense, keeping running it, resetting another pick and roll possession to try and create for lineups, as I said, that weren't putting him in the best position to succeed, that were more so saying, hey, Fred, try and create something. We want to give these guys a rest. So his effortless work on offense and a good turnout for him, I think a very impressive performance that earns him the Reggie Evans Award from me. And I guess I'm really early because there is no upvotes on any of the quick reaction uh, comments. So for you guys, I'm going to pick one that spurs on some thought. So coming to mind, Abuel Meg D says, How is Vucevic an all-star? Mark, who is our seventh scoring option, is a much better player. I know he's in the starting lineup, but there are two subs who are better scorers than Mark. Okay, so this is an interesting thing because this happens a lot. Just because players struggle versus the Raptors does not mean that they struggle against every team. This is just an example of how incredible the Raptors are defensively. So, for example, Vucevic, there are a lot of games where he's really, really impressive. And offensively, he's one of the better volume scorers at the big man position. A lot of big men can't turn volume scoring into a playoff seed. And while the Magic aren't, you know, in the West earning a playoff seed, let's say, but they're still getting into the playoffs. There are a lot of good big men who are not able to transport their team to the playoffs on the back of their offense. Vucevic is a workhorse offensively. He provides a lot of punch for the Magic a lot of the time, and it's not taking away from him that he can't score. I I never liked that dialogue. I always liked putting it in the way of the Raptors did such a good job on this good player that he seemed like a bad player for this game. And it was just for this game. I mean, Vucevic is impressive in a lot of other games. It's just, man, Marcus All, if he had been healthy all year, probably ends up on an all-NBA defensive team and maybe get some fringe consideration for Defensive Player of the Year. That's the type of center we're working with on the other side. So just to address that, I've always thought that the the conversation needs to be about how good the defense was rather than how poor the offensive player was. And Vucevic, usually impressive, but obviously tonight, Gasol, and many nights where they faced off, Gasol, the more impressive player. But that's that's it for me, I suppose. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the game, and if you didn't see it, I hope that this was succinct enough or expansive enough for you that you can enjoy this as well. But that's it. I'm out of here, whether you're listening to this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day, and goodbye. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. 
So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Root Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.